football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by Boyle Sports. Now with same-day withdrawals to your Visa debit card. And you're very welcome along to the Friday Football Betting Show and Off The Ball streamed live every week across our social channels on YouTube, on Facebook and on Twitter. Now remember this show focuses for over 18s. Please gamble responsibly, never gamble more than you can afford. A lot of great Premier League action to look forward to this weekend. As the title race hots up, Liverpool, City and possibly Spurs just about in the mix for it. And then we got the top four race as well with Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs and Man U in the mix for that relegation as well. So delighted to be joined, as always, by Philip Egan, the presenter of Premier League Live and Today FM and Leon Blanche of All Sports. How are we doing, lads? Good, yeah. Doing good, John. What did you make of midweek? This, there's going to be more of this between now and May. Why? And just the Champions League is going to come into play in the next few weeks. Teams are going to be changed. Energy levels are going to be sapped. And pressure. Pressure. We saw what pressure did to Liverpool on Wednesday night. tyres. Well, I mean, that's what Jurgen Klopp should be saying to his players and the fans at Anfield on Wednesday night because I thought it just... I think from... The stray pass that Alisson played out to Jordan Henderson, then they just seemed to create a bit of tension at Anfield. And I actually thought Liverpool were fortunate to get a draw in the end. And it's not a bad result now because they've extended their lead. But if it's the end of January and that's the kind of tension at Anfield, the race between now and May is going to be unbearable for Liverpool fans. You're an open red, Leon. Are you feeling the tension? Yeah, I, I, I probably think... Are you like, are you, are you get a stress squeezer yet at home? No, but just to echo what Phil said, I think it's probably the first time I really noticed that the team and the crowd felt it. There was a lot of talk about extending it to seven points. This could be the turning point of the season. But I also felt Manchester City felt pressure on Tuesday night. But they lost. Yeah, but I'm saying even looking at their performance, they scored inside 20, 25 seconds had that goal ruled out but the second half they were dreadful they looked as if they were a rabbit caught in headlights he didn't know what he was doing he made changes that made no difference to what how they were playing and I think Liverpool were lucky but they should have had a penalty it was a blatant penalty on Keita the referee had a perfect view I don't know what he was looking at but it's five instead of four John and even though you felt the nerves I think getting away from Anfield for this weekend could be the thing that Liverpool need. Get away from uh, playing at home. And obviously City will play beforehand. But look, Spurs are only seven off the top. They still haven't drawn in the Premier League. They've won 18 and lost six. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. What about you folks at home? Just get uh, your comments into us on our social channels and off the ball on YouTube, on Facebook and on Twitter. Have you seen something brilliant in the batting markets this weekend you'd like to share? We'll give you a shout out. Obviously, we'll be getting into our bets at the end of the show. We did quite well last week, uh, but we'll first have the images on the screen for the Boyle Sports Offers of the Weekly on Blanche. Uh, Manchester City play Arsenal at the Etihad Stadium on Sunday. So Manchester City to win and both teams to score was 11-8, to eight, now 2-1. to one. I really like this, John. Um, Arsenal can't keep a clean sheet. Man City can't keep a clean sheet. They're both capable of scoring and I think they will both score. I think there'll be plenty of goals in this game and 2-1 to one from 11-8. to eight is a very, very decent price. I, I, I just look at City. They've got three games now coming up in a week. They play Arsenal at home, Everton away on Wednesday night, and then Chelsea at home next Sunday. He's going to have to rotate that squad, but he's got a big squad. But Arsenal are just dreadful at defending, so I do think there'll be goals um, at half four on Sunday, yeah. Um, also, we got a Manchester special. 
Manchester United to go to Leicester on Sunday. Both United and City, so United and City to be winning at half time was three to one, now four to one. Yeah, look, I think City are well capable of leading at half time. It's a tricky game for Man United against Leicester because as we've seen with Leicester, they're well capable against the big teams. They beat Chelsea, they beat City, they drew away to Liverpool. But United, they were a bit lacklustre at home against Burnley, but they responded very well from being 2-0 down. Um, but I'm sure Solskjaer will want a much better start from his side on Sunday. So 3-1 to 4-1 to for both of them to be winning at the interval. Let's uh, take a look at last week's bets, uh, how we got on, because we have to be accountable on the Friday Football Betting Show. You just can't be giving bets <laughs> and then forgetting about them. And they like, the, like most dockets, they go into the dustbin of history. Um, so I was not here last weekend. Uh, I was keeping my head down. Uh, but let's see how you all fared in the FA Cup. Leon Blanche, you went for Bristol City, Everton and Wolves. And Millwall beat Everton. Yeah, Millwall did beat Everton. Um, I just felt it was a must-win game for Everton. But to be fair to Millwall, they probably deserved it um, over the course of the game. Wolves let me down as well, so I was dreadful last week, John. I need you back in that chair, because the previous time you were in the chair, I succeeded with my treble. Isn't it amazing when you get into betting, you get into superstitions. And <laughs> yeah. John Begum was here, then I have two winners, and then, and then he's not here. And like, I'll bring a lamp in, we'll rub the lamp. Um, Stephen Doyle uh, is also not here, because he's uh, working at the rugby uh, this weekend. Stephen from 98FM and commentator on Off The Ball. Had a winner, Crystal Palace to beat Tottenham. He's a Judas for saying that. But look, it's all about the profit. And uh, Stephen had a profitable, easy enough win at 17 to 10. So that's not a bad win for the depleted Tottenham at Crystal Palace. Willow Callahan was in the guest chair last week and he had a winner. Manchester United to win and to score two or more goals. That was in the cup against Arsenal. They won 2 1, 11 to 4. So Stephen, 17 to 10, 11 to 4 from Will. Uh, Phil wasn't here either this uh, last week, but Kevin Kilban was. And Kevin, as we know, is as cold as the Antarctic. <laughs> So he had a loser, Portsmouth and Brighton both drawing in the cup, so his treble did not come through at 6-1. to one. But two winners, not a bad uh, week on the Friday Football Betting Show. We'll hopefully have more for you uh, this week as we get through the bets in the Premier League. Um, get your betting predictions in on our social channels. Give you a shout-out, YouTube, Facebook and Twitter and off the ball. Um, and this weekend's action, we got some ball sports odds. Uh, Liverpool, the leaders, away to West Ham at the London Stadium. 8 o'clock on Monday. Uh, with Ball Sports of Liverpool, 11-4 on. West Ham, 7-1. The draw is 15-4. Phil Egan, looking at the stats here, West Ham have lost their last four Premier League matches against Liverpool, uh, conceding exactly four times in each defeat. Yeah, and they were dreadful against Wolves as well. Um, I think the Arnautovic, the fact that he wanted to get away, that definitely caused a bit of unrest in, in the dressing room. Pablo Zabaleta has said that. Uh, he didn't hold back. You know, he's a season pro and... Yeah, he's he's won his medals, so he's he says if I'm gonna have a pop, I can have a pop at my teammates. And Arnautovic obviously then signs a new deal and leaves Molyneux on crutches, so that will suit Liverpool because they just aren't as potent. West Ham without Arnautovic, Andy Carroll might be playing, but you know maybe a few seasons ago you'd be worried about Liverpool if uh, balls were tossed into the box, but with Van Dijk there, it's a game like Leon alluded to earlier that probably will suit Liverpool. They'll get space. Um, Zabaleta, he's 33. Masuaku will probably play left back because it looks like Cresswell is out. He's a guy that loves going forward but uh, can leave space at the back. So I think this is a game that if Liverpool can score the first goal, they could have a comfortable three or four goal win. Uh, Leon, we have Mo Salah on 48 Premier League goals for Liverpool. This, if he plays, will be a 61st game. 
is is it, is it good to be back in like a player like Mo Salah to score any time or to score first? Do you generally do, do you think that an any time goal scorer market is a good market for these Agueros, Salas, these kind of players? Yeah, I think John, like looking at, I would always look. Um, I like doing first goal scorer bets, and I'd look at their last performance. And Salah wasn't really in the game against Leicester, so more often than not, he will be in the game against West Ham. He takes penalties. Um, he's always involved, he's taking free kicks. Look, there's a reason why he's the Premier League top scorer, John, is that he gets into positions and more often than not, he's well able to finish. But I just think this game is perfect for Liverpool. West Ham at home, they don't sit back and I'd be surprised if they do. And I think if they come at Liverpool, it'll suit Liverpool. Liverpool are one of the best counter-attacking teams on the planet. And I just feel this game on Monday night, I fully expect Liverpool to win. I think there will be a reaction. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold should be back for Monday night. I, I, although Henderson played okay, I just thought there was so much space on the right-hand side against Leicester that would have really suited Alexander-Arnold. They need to get Joe Gomez back sooner rather than later as well. But I just feel Liverpool, they should be able to beat West Ham on Monday night. And they've beaten them the last two times at the Olympic Stadium. They didn't have a great record at Upton Park. I think they lost the last two games at Upton Park. So the Olympic Stadium has been quite kind to Liverpool. Prediction? Liverpool to win 3-1. Philip? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking 3 or 4 or 1. Yeah, that's that's that, so what it does is it, it, the pressure even on other playing first is on Manchester City in ways because they're hosting Arsenal at the Etihad Stadium on Sunday, half four, five points behind as Leon was saying. Ball Sports asked for this one, City hundred to thirty on, Arsenal eight to one, the draw nine to two. Uh, so I was looking at this stats on this one as well. Uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang scoring his twenty fifth Premier League goal in Arsenal's last match against Cardiff. That's pretty amazing stuff. But City have. Um, Good record against Arsenal. Yeah, and this will actually suit them because if you look at the teams that City have lost to and incidentally have gone ahead in all the games, the Palace game, the Leicester game, and more recently the Newcastle game, they are teams that have a very rigid defence where you know their managers would work on team shape. You saw the way Leicester set up against Liverpool the other night. Palace, like Roy Hodgson, works tirelessly on the training ground about keeping that shape as those Rafa Benitez. Hard to break down and then when they get the chance to break, they will. Arsenal will not do that. Arsenal are not the best at the back. They will try and attack. They'll leave gaps, and that's where City will come into their own. It'll all, if, it, if it goes into a, a shootout, you're going to back City because they're going to get space. The likes of Leroy Sané and Raheem Sterling are going to get space down the flanks, and that's why I would fancy City to win. They're the kind of games that I would fancy City to win. I think what has been proven in the last couple of months is City are actually struggling against teams that set up very defensively. Yeah, they've lost four of their last nine Premier League games, as many as in their previous 72 combined. But Leon, it'll be entertaining. I think there are always teams that play entertaining football, City and Arsenal. They've always generally been my favourite fixture in the Premier League in the last few years. Would you concur with Phil and, and think it's going to be a home win? Yeah, I think City are. They, like Again, a little bit like Liverpool, this is probably the perfect opponent for City. Arsenal just can't defend, John. And their manager will not be trying to set them up to try and hold Manchester City because that's not when Arsenal are at their best. Arsenal at their best is to have a go. And unfortunately for them, City's back four is not great, but it's better than Arsenal's. And I think that will be the deciding factor. I'd be looking at plenty of goals here. Over three and a half is five to four. I like to look at that. I just think there's going to be loads of goals. I just, I don't see any other type of uh, match taking place. It's not going to be a nil all or a one nil. This is going to be a high scoring affair. Off the top of your head, what are City for the title now? 
I think City are six to five, and I think Liverpool. I was a little bit surprised how after the point they went from four points to five points clear. They were four to six. They're now one to two to win the Premier League, and City are six to five. Um, five points, four points. Yes, you're better having five in the bag, but I just have a feeling, John, with this Premier League, it's going to go right down to the final game. I don't see Liverpool being able to pull away. I don't see I, I don't see City falling off the pace. So it's going to be one hell of a ride for Liverpool and Man City fans. Prediction: City Arsenal. I think City will win at probably three one again, maybe even four one. Yeah, I'm looking at the way Arsenal performed at Anfield. I see problems like that for Arsenal on Sunday. So. Yeah, 3-4-1. Um, and I actually think the way it is going, 14 games to go, there's just so much more pressure on Liverpool. I wonder, will City think, right, we lost to Newcastle. Like, we could have been seven behind. We're only five behind now. And a lot is going to depend on these last 16 ties in the Champions League. City are going to beat Schalke. It depends on what Liverpool do at Bayern Munich. If Liverpool go out, I actually think that makes them stronger favourites to win the Premier League. But if they stay in it, their squad is going to be tested. And they've improved, but they still don't have the depth that City do. OK, we've got Tottenham, who are not, not out of it completely, and I want to believe that. Um, seven points behind Liverpool in third following their 2-1 win at Watford. That's smash and grab at Wembley during the week. I'll give it up on it. Uh, Spurs <laughs> hosting Newcastle at Wembley tomorrow from half 12, the early game. Ball sports odds, Spurs 5-2 on, Newcastle 17-2. The draw is 100 to 30. I'd be worried if this game was at St James's Park, but it's not. Uh, despite the squad issues, you see a Spurs win, Leon. I'm not a hundred percent convinced. Um, they've got two big wins lately: Spurs away to Fulham and, of course, at home to Watford. Two very late goals. But this Newcastle team, that victory and what it done for the morale, and you could hear with the players speak after the game that everyone needed a lift. It was clear the fans, the management, the players, the whole place needed a lift and they got it. And this could be, this is, this is the type of game Benitez will love. He will go to Wembley, he will set them up to absolutely fr frustrate the living hell out of Spurs. And no, I don't think Spurs are 5-2 to two on shots. No, no way near it. And I'd actually be laying Spurs myself. I will lay them over the weekend. And I think Newcastle are capable of getting a point. Once again, going through the stats, which are always fascinated about. Uh, you were saying this at the start of the show, Leon. It'll be a record. Victory or defeat would, would see Tottenham set a new Premier League record of the most consecutive games without a draw. Currently at 28. 28. Lay the draw forever on Tottenham. <laughs> and you'd be a millionaire. You wouldn't need to present football shows or betting shows or contribute to them. Um, and Son has scored eight goals in his last nine appearances for the club in all competitions. You love Son. Oh, he's brilliant, yeah. He was, uh, like, they, they really needed him back. And... Llorente's taken a lot of stick for some of his performances or lack of. He hasn't but, even getting game time. No, but also, like, Llorente, when he was with Swansea, you saw why Spurs brought him in. Put the ball into the box on his head and he is lethal. Uh, he's not as sharp as he used to be in terms of holding the ball up. So I wasn't surprised to see him score that goal against Chelsea or the goal against Watford the other night. Like, that was a brilliant header against Watford. Um, like, Ben Foster is one of the better keepers in the Premier League and I think he just I think he might have the way it, it looked like he thought maybe it was going wide because he just seemed to lose his bearings but he didn't bother diving but it's a crucial win Spurs obviously haven't drawn this season which I think when it comes down to the crunch they're going to lose too many games but I think what they have done is 
they have allayed any fears that they're going to get dragged into this top four race. I think their third place is going to be theirs. And again, that's another top three finish for Pochettino. But no trophies. <laughs> um, Manchester United, uh, two points off fourth, still unbeaten under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, the ball sports odds for this one at Leicester, 205 Sunday. United 21 to 20, Leicester 14 to 5. The draw is 12 to 5. Uh, Paul Pogba has been involved in 53% of the 19 goals scored by United under Solskjaer. Six goals, four assists. New lease of life, I think, is the, 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 the general phrase. But when is like uh, that was the first now, that was the first moment in the Solskjaer honeymoon when you know work started calling, wasn't it? The Burnley game. Yeah, and it's probably no coincidence, John, that. He obviously had to make changes because they've got some big games coming up, the the two games against PSG, Liverpool, and he's pretty much stuck with the same 11 for the league. So he made changes, and Lukaku and Mata both started. Good players, but what they do bring to the team is they slow things down. Obviously, Pereira started. He got caught out for the Ashley Barnes goal. But what will please Solskjaer is that, you know, 2-0 down, and they found a way of getting back into it. And United fans, like... Well, I don't think you can be too disappointed because they're so far ahead of where we thought they would be under Solskjaer. Like, they've got themselves right back into the top four race. Absolutely. They were 11 points off when they lost to Liverpool. Now they're right in the mix. Yeah. Like, you, I would actually put them between Arsenal, Chelsea and United. You would pick United out of the three to finish in the top four. They've received a booking, Leon, in every single Premier League game this season, Manchester United. If you knew that information, is that a kind of thing you would, uh, is there a market that you can get an edge on? Yeah, normally you can pick a player, John, in terms of <clears throat> will he get booked or Gareth will he Barry. get sent off? <laughs> Gareth, yeah. um, but or, uh, but look, it's it's. I think with United, yeah, I agree with Phil. No one ever thought they'd only be two points behind now with 14 games to go in terms of trying to qualify for the Champions League. Um, Solskjaer was happy with the response. I wouldn't be happy with the way they started that game. It looked to me as if they felt we just turn up here and we win. And that will be rectified. But this is a tricky game away to Leicester. Leicester are just one of those teams that United will probably come out and attack, but that will suit Leicester. Leicester are one of the best also counter-attacking teams in the game. They've changed their style a little bit this year, where they're going for more possession, a little bit like Liverpool, where they want to get on the ball and kind of try and try to pass through to Vardy. But I just think Leicester at home, this is an intriguing game, John. It's a tricky one. Like United 11 to 10, some people will be tempted by that. But again, I find this one a hard one to call. I think it could go either way. Well, if you ever saw No Country for All Men, you'd know that you have to call it. Anton Chigurh would tell you you've got to call it, do the coin toss, call it. Draw. Philip, call it. I'm going for United because it fits into my bet as well. Well, ooh, <laughs> don't, get the, don't get the cloak off the birdcage just yet, Phil. <laughs> Um, our producer Enda Call says that Granite Jacka always gets booked. Uh, so that's that's one for you, another stat there. And David Boyle's been in touch on Facebook. He gave us a tip last week of United to win and score in both halves. I think that's a bit like um, a little bit like Williams bet, but uh, it came through. Good man, David. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that's what we have so far in the football betting show regarding the top clubs. We'll get to the other games in a moment, but Chelsea as well, I suppose are in the mix for this too, uh, regarding top four. Huddersfield Town at three o'clock tomorrow, Chelsea five to one on, Huddersfield 16 to one. The draw is 11 to two. Uh, what is going on at Chelsea? Yeah, another yeah, manager. That's a question every six months. Yeah, another manager who was having issues with this group of players. Saria said, he doesn't know if he can motivate the players. Yet yeah, people will say it's up to the manager to motivate the players. 
But Sarri is following in the footsteps of Jose Mourinho and Antonio Conte, who got a tune out of these players, but all of a sudden isn't. So there's definitely something wrong with the players. He kept them in the changing room after the defeat of Bournemouth. Like it was a dreadful second half. David Luiz had an awful second half, but I don't know if many people saw, because we would have just seen highlights of this game. He got clobbered early on in the game. He took a ball on the side of the head. I, I'm not sure, but could he been, have been concussed and it affected his performance? Because if you look at the David Brooks goal, David Luiz went from trying to play offside, a two-footed tackle, to then getting turned inside out by David Brooks. Um, he just didn't look himself. Call it on, you're going to beat Huddersfield though. Yeah, like we're doing that game. are in the championship and trying to work out who they can be playing next yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Like we're doing that game on Premier League Live tomorrow and it's the perfect it's game. It's a confidence booster. Yeah, it's the perfect game. But the fact that the Chelsea fans were chanting at the Vitality Stadium, you don't know what you're doing. Sarri does know what he's doing, but the players don't seem to want to buy into it. So player power usually wins out and there could be another manager gone. Yeah, I, I, I don't know whether it's a easy win for Chelsea. I just think Huddersfield, I only saw the highlights, but they played quite well after going behind against Everton very early in the game. And this is like, just go out and play, lads. You know, we're going to be in the Championship next year. But go and express yourself. And this new manager has a bit about him. Um, and I just wonder with Chelsea at the bridge, three o'clock kickoff, at the best of times, it's like a library. Now, if Eden Hazard doesn't play well, I don't think Chelsea play well. And he's quite capable of downing tools. He, you know, as Phil said, he's done it for Mourinho. He did it for Conte. He just, it's up to him whether he wants to play or not. And Higuain, I thought he'd score, but yeah, look, maybe they'll probably win, but I wouldn't, certainly wouldn't be backing them a one to five. No way. Well, uh, let's look at the odds on the other matches this weekend in the Premier League for with ball sports. Uh, the three o'clock games tomorrow, Brighton against Watford, Brighton six to four, Watford two to one, the draw 11 to five. Uh, Burnley against Southampton, Burnley six to four, Southampton 15 to eight, the draw 23 to 10. Crystal Palace against Fulham, Crystal Palace evens. Fulham 14 to five, the draw 12 to five. Everton versus Wolves, Everton 13 to 10, Wolves 11 to five, the draw 23 to 10. At half five tomorrow, Cardiff playing Bournemouth, Cardiff 11 to 5, Bournemouth 13 to 10. The draw is 12 to 5. Without revealing uh, your bets on anything, um, anything that you spot in these other matches. Yeah, I wonder that win for Fulham against Brighton the other night. They haven't won back to back league games this season. Could that be the turning point? Mitrovic was unbelievable. He gave Duncan Duffy a torrid time. The Brian Kerr. The, the, the donut shop in Brighton, Duncan <laughs> Duffy. He, like, there are two lads that can take a physical challenge but he just absolutely <laughs> destroyed them and that second half performance uh, Kamara who obviously had that incident with Mitrovic he's gone um, Palliser without Wilfred Zaha they have struggled a little bit at Sellers Park they're better off playing away from home so I wonder if Fulham are to get out of trouble it would be um this would be the chance to do it. And Roy Hodgson, they're going up against him, who was the man. Like, he pulled off a miracle to get Fulham out of a relegation battle before. Uh, Alexander Mitrovic has scored 20 Premier League goals, 10 for Newcastle, 10 for Fulham, five apiece under four different managers. Steve McLaren, Rafa Benitez, Sivici Ivakanovic, and Claudio Ranieri. Uh, we also have Dominic, who's won a free bet with thanks to Ball Sports, 50 euro free bet terms and conditions applying. 
uh, given us this uh, bet that he's doing this weekend. Crystal Palace against Fulham. Both teams are scoring over two and a half goals. Bournemouth to win and over one and a half. Manchester City to win. Chelsea to win. Fourfold Acume. Dominic is complicated. He knows his stuff. He's obviously been doing this a while. 24 to 1. He's worked it all out, Dominic. We'll be in touch with the terms and conditions applying. Have you uh, spotted anything, Leon, that we should know about? Well, I kind of echo Phil's thought on Fulham, but I do like to look at Wolves as well away against Everton. Um, there's just so much pressure around Everton. Marco Silva, I'd say he's every game, he's probably wondering, am I going to get the phone call? That sorry, Marco, we don't need you anymore. Um, and Wolves, they're just a joy to watch, John. They just go out and play the game the way the game should be played. They've got beautiful passers. They've got plenty of pace. They've got guys who can score goals. And I just think they'll be going to Everton 7th versus 8th, I think, in the table at the moment. And Wolves will be looking at trying to get Europa League. You know, and it would be a phenomenal achievement coming up from the Championship to finish 7th. Yes, they've spent a bit of money, but we saw sides spend money and they're down the wrong end of the table. So I think the Wolves manager deserves an awful lot of credit, but his players know exactly what they're doing and they'll put it right up to Everton at Goodison Park. Goodison Park, if they don't start well, the crowd will get on the Everton. They just get quiet. I was there before Christmas for the Spurs game and Spurs were brilliant, 6-2. They just go quiet. Yeah. Um, let's get to this week's bets. So I think I'm first up. Uh, on this week's Friday Football Betting Show with my selection um, for the weekend. And that selection is... Ta-da! Wolves to beat Everton. Leon Blanche, I never, I didn't tell him. No. Didn't tell him anything before the show. 11-5. to five, uh, Wolves to beat Everton, just over 2-1. to one. So I would agree with Leon. I think Wolves score goals. They hammered West Ham during the week. And I think Everton are not the best football team. I saw them, like, right... I, you can never beat seeing live football. And I saw them up close and personal. So, um, yeah... Um, I'm, I'm going for that one. Leon Blanche, I'm back now, Leon. So your good, you know, your good luck charm is back in the room. What have you gone for? I think you you, you, you sometimes do accumes, but you're keeping it simple this yeah, week. Yeah, look, I was torn between Wolves or Burnley, and probably just because Burnley, I think they're unbeaten now in what five. Um, I think they can beat Southampton at home. Um, I think Burnley, a couple of long balls into the two big lads up front. Peter Crouch is there now. Yeah, yeah. Throw him in the mix. Throw him in and the mix. That's why he's gone to Palace. Yeah. 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 So, listen, that's a good move for him because he'll play nearly every game. Um, and he does score goals, by the but I think Burnley at home, 6-4. to four. I kept it simple. I knew you were back in the chair, JD. Always keep it simple. These accumes, sometimes they can get into sticky situations. Philip Egan, what have you got for this week? I think you're going to go for Man United at Leicester. Is that right? I have, but I've added another layer to it as well. Both teams to score. Because United are going to attack. Leicester can sit in. They'll score maybe one. I could see United maybe winning 2-1, 3-1. Um, if he goes back to the, the pacey team, which I think he will. Uh, that is an 11-4 price. Kevin Coban, has Kevin Coban got a bet this week? Uh, I think it's coming. Here it is. Whoa. Kev's treble. Man United to win against Leicester. Manchester City to beat Arsenal. And Crystal Palace to win at evens. That's at 5-1 to one for Kevin Coban. And hopefully Kevin's luck will turn. Um, we're just before, and like, This is a Friday football betting show. But there's another football. It's called Gaelic football. And of course, there's a huge uh, Allianz League program coming up now over the next few weeks. So we're going to, as Leon is here, go into the odds on, on, on the big matches in football and hurling over the weekend and just get the odds just before we go uh, out of the soccer this week. Um, dubs against Galway, Leon. Uh, looking at the odds here, 10 to 1 on the dubs, 14 to 1 the draw, 50 to 2 Galway. Um, are you taking any odds on Dermot Connolly to return? Probably They're probably more interesting than the match odds in this Yeah, one. look, I mean, there's a lot of talk about it. They went up to Monaghan. Monaghan were the last team to beat Dublin 
They beat them in the last league game last year. Different circumstances, the Dubs had already made it through to the final. But um, Dublin are way behind in fitness. They started very well last week, but they faded. Galway are an up-and-coming team, but you'd still expect the Dubs just... You know, be comfortable winners at Crow Park on Saturday night. It's, look, 1-10. to 10. You know, you're not going to get rich back in them. But they need to bounce back. Uh, we also have uh, Tyrone against Mayo. Um, yeah, Tyrone 13-8 on. Mayo 7-4. The draw is 15-2. James Horan, uh, this is the second uh, iteration or iteration of, of, of Mayo. Maybe Toronto Mayo could be there or thereabouts at the business end of the season. Yeah, you'd hope so. Um, I know Kevin Cabane will hope so. Uh, he's down for Mayo to lift Sam. And look, I think anyone who follows Gaelic football... He's been named his dog, Maguire. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, Sam Maguire. He's got high hopes for Mayo. <laughs> he's okay. high hopes for Mayo. Look, I wouldn't begrudge Mayo. I don't think they're good enough, John. Um, they're coming to the end of their tether. This current squad, it's going to take them a few years to rebuild. But um, Tyrone, 8-13, uh, wouldn't fancy it. I think Mayo might go up there and beat them. Uh, we have hurling as well this weekend. Like it, it, it's going to come thick and fast now, folks, because they've got to have the whole thing done by the end of March, and they will uh, to give the April uh, for the clubs. Clare six to four on against Kilkenny. Kilkenny six to four. The draw nine to one. Leon. Yeah, I was impressed with Kilkenny um, in the first round of games. Um, it's a remarkable, like what Brian Cody has done down there. I think they're going for their tenth league title under him. It's phenomenal. Clare, they were probably hard done by in terms. Um, of the sending off last week, but I think six to four against for Kilkenny. Um, those odds would appeal to me. Yeah, I, I I like the way Kilkenny have started. I'm sure Cody is targeting a good run in the league to kick on them for the championship. So yeah, six to four against for Kilkenny. That would entice me. Uh, and we also have uh, Cork against Wexford. Cork nine to four on Wexford nine to four. The draw nine to one. Leon. Yeah, Cork were dreadful. Um, out of all the games last week, John. Uh, they just showed no ambition. There was a lack um, of want from them in the first league game. Whereas Wexford, on the other uh, hand, under the tutelage of Davy Fitz, they gave a very good account of themselves. They didn't win um, in the opening game, but they can certainly build on that. So again, I'd be going for the underdog. I just don't fancy ever backing Cork at odds on. Um, they just are a team that you couldn't rely upon. So for me, Wexford, yeah, they might cause a little bit of an upset. Who are you liking in the league, Philip, in both codes? Um, I think Cork. I, I actually fancy Cork to beat Wexford. Uh, it'll suit them playing. Like Kilkenny were too physical for them last week. So Kilkenny probably do the same to Clare. Yeah, I, I think um, any time Kilkenny make a, an earlier than expected exit from the championship, I'm always wary of them. The wound, the cats. And uh, I think... With Dublin, you know, there's no harm in losing last week. It'll be interesting to see what kind of team they have. Tim Gavin will never forgive them for losing. That's a joke. <laughs> maybe they'll get maybe they get relegated and just uh, it'll keep a lid on the hype for the drive for five. But it's hard to look past Dublin because if it goes the way it usually does, they'll gradually get their form. And if they're in the in the business end of the league, then they'll win the league final. Yeah, and they've they've drifted slightly. They're four to seven from one to two to lift Sam, um, but I don't think anyone in Dublin will be worried about losing against Monaghan. They've got so many players to come back in, um, but de definitely, John, you could see the difference level of fitness. Monaghan finished the game extremely well. The Dubs were out on their feet, but they still only lost by a goal. So I wouldn't be losing too much sleep if you were a Dublin fan. Um, I think they'll go very close to winning both again, the league and the Sam Maguire. 
Yeah, I think Dublin are nailed on for five in a row. I think history's going to be made in 2019, but sure enough, who knows? Look, I mean, that's all about predictions and it's all about uh, trying to be God and play, uh, you know, God with your judgments and all that kind of thing. But we do want you to please gamble responsibly. Never gamble more than you can afford. Have a bit of interest, but that's all it should be. It shouldn't be anything more than that. If, you, if it's not for you, it's not for you. So uh, just be responsible about what you do. Um, so that's it for the Friday Football Betting Show. Back at next week, 12.15, to look ahead to Liverpool against Bournemouth, Manchester City against Chelsea. A lot more besides an amazing weekend of sport and a lot to look forward to. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by Boyle Sports. Now with same-day withdrawals to your Visa debit card.